0: Earned by Tannehill. Oh. And Henry oh, is stoneballed. Oh, oh. He lost a half yard. Oh, this is a headache waiting to happen. Oh, what a play. Man.
1: You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. That
0: was hit with the best shot. Uh, you know... How about that? I mean, for me, when I saw that thing, I could, I swear, I heard the hit right through right. the headphones. Yeah. And in my DNA, I could feel that hit. Right. Robert Spillane, with a little help from uh, some of his friends like TJ uh, Watt, stuff onto it, taking the C gap. You had uh, on the inside Tyson Alu Alu taking the A gap, and he came through the B gap just a roaring. Right. And what a hit that was. That was a legendary hit. That was, uh, that was. Was an old school hit. Oh my goodness! Was that an old school hit? That was a nod to the likes of a Lambert, a Donnie Shell. All right, you know a Mike Singletary, uh, you know Jack Ham, Jack Ham, all those Dirt Joe Green, Winston, Dirt, oh, Dirt Winston, Chili Ball. Yes, indeed. All these guys. When you see that hit, when you hear that hit, that's something that's been lacking in. I think the modern game because I get it. They're trying to make it safer, healthier, and all that stuff. Yeah, But that opened up just perfectly. And one of the things I think a lot of people don't understand, when Robert Spillane went through that B-gap, it's about tracking what's in front of you, seeing the hole open, and then pulling that trigger to go and belt somebody. And that was all the above.
2: You know, uh, 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 Jim Bradley, or Tom Bradley... Uh, talked about us um he said linebackers uh used to play running back right and they feel the hole and uh, they feel the hole like a up. running back yeah yeah exactly and so. so they they uh fly through the
0: hole and uh, that was what Roberts Blaine did absolutely I wonder if he's played any running back uh, you know but regardless the point is to be able to be down there, you've got to, uh, you know, you're on the one yard line, and you've got to, you, you're pretty sure Derrick Henry's going to get it. But to be confidently ripping through that hole the way it opened up, right? With the great job, Tyson and and Tewitt did just great jobs in yeah. pulling apart the blockers there, so nobody could. You know, get after Robert, right? And Robert just took advantage of it. And I don't. I, I'm still trying to remember what T.J. Watt did because he crashed so hard, so fast. Right. Um, that was sensational on his part. He of came off the edge. He did come off the edge. I'm trying to remember who he beat, but I can't remember but right Kelly. now. Kelly. Kelly. He beat Kelly. Yeah. But he beat Kelly to the inside a number of times. Yeah, yeah. But get he didn't Zeus. beat
2: Kelly inside. He beat Kelly outside.
0: How could you beat? To the outside and get down that fast. The well, tight end was because, there because. Uh, so you, it was the you, tight end next yeah, to him. Yeah, you. you okay, you, well, you it's the tight end's coming down. The yeah. tight end's got to got to block him. Yeah. Regardless, the point was, Robert Spillane was el magnifico in that hit. So I, I don't know. You know, I just I just. Had so much fun talking about it. Right. Had so much fun watching. I watched that like twenty times yesterday. I kept replaying the thing over and over. Yeah. I mean, how many times have you seen that excellent a hit in today's modern game? You don't see too many.
2: Right. Right. You don't see too many of those. No. Uh, not even Ray Lewis. Yeah. In his
0: prime. Uh, the
2: uh, we we call them the Bash Brothers. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I uh, think
0: you think Spillane's taking notes from Vinny. Yeah. How about Vinny? Twelve. NFL leading 12 tackles for loss. Losses, yeah. You know, and he got in – he threw an ankle lock on Derrick Henry that one when he tackled him for a loss or one-yard gain or something like that. But he shot the gap on uh, Ben Jones when we were talking about it last night on the point after. And uh, Ben Jones tried for the kick save there with a little uh, tripping as uh, Vinny blew his doors off. Right. And what a job he did coming low and taking out Derrick Henry.
2: Well, you know, one of the things that uh, – the Steelers did when there was a four-man line. Uh, they they put uh, Bud Dupree in the middle, uh, in between uh, uh, in between Robert Spillane and Vince Williams, and uh, he just attacked. Uh,
0: and, and it was it was good. <laughs> Boy, he attacked right. Ben Jones had more backup than I've seen on any other tape, and I I, I thought you know what a beautiful job because. If you look, Derrick Henry uh, had to go sideways. Right. When you get Derrick Henry going laterally, yeah, you really reduce the um, the ability of him to create force moving forward. Right. Right. Because to him, him restarting, he's a high hip guy. Right. It's not like he drops his hips a lot and and restarts and and is able to accelerate fast. If he's got to go laterally, you got a shot at being able to handle his power pretty good if he's coming straight ahead you're in real trouble right right but yeah they they didn't go straight ahead no
2: yeah he didn't go straight they ahead couldn't. you know when Tyson Alou uh and uh um uh, cam Hayward and Stefan to uh, got uh the gaps and uh they he uh uh, he's, you didn't see many yeah, gaps, yeah, did you? Yeah, that, no. You know, there yeah. was
0: a couple runs. He had a 17-yarder. I don't know if that was the one when he went by Henry Mondo, who right. was in that defensive end. Yeah. And uh, the long flow of the Mondo no. did not notice. Nose tackle. Uh, no, no, he was playing over the tackle, the one I'm thinking of. All right. He was playing outside, whether it was a three technique or five. He wasn't on the nose. Right. Um. But the fact was the long flow of the Mondo did not come off on, right. on Derrick Henry. Yeah. He went right by him. Um so that was to me uh, I thought it was a great job. I loved when they used Bud as as one of the Bash brothers really. Right. He would be the triple, the yeah. three musketeers of, yeah. of the Bash brothers as you like to call them.
2: He he was attacking uh Ben Jones uh the center and driving him back into the uh into the
0: Derrick Henry. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, And that was just terrific stuff. Uh the other thing we got to do is throw some flowers to you, G3. Yeah. I mean, he got on the field. That's his first defensive snaps since he's been here. Right. You know, and so I was glad to see him. I've looked for this guy to make a jump, you know, and he hasn't been active the last – I don't think he got a helmet the last three, four, five games. I don't know what it is. But um, we've been looking for him to do something, you know, and I thought he was capable. They played him, it looked like, in some dime situations – with uh, like six defensive backs, and he covered well, you know, and he got deep enough on some of his drops over the middle. Didn't see, you know, any glaring mistakes, but uh, I might not know a a number of them.
2: A number of things I saw him do was uh, when the pass uh, set up, when Ryan Tannehill set up, he just went out to the – uh, flat and uh, took the uh, tight end or, or okay. the running back. And he was there, and yeah, he, he did a good he, job. he did a good job.
0: And the other thing I would say about, and that reminds me of Spillane, too. When I watched the, the film yesterday, I was spent all afternoon re-watching it. I don't know how you've done it all these years. I can see why you get Vizine, you got to have glasses in it, because watching the film over and over again and just, you know, and then all of a sudden I'm, like, thinking about, gee, what's for dinner? You know, and for you. By the way, did you see that Dunkin' Donuts got this – Ghost spice spicy ghost donut. No, how about that? Uh, I, a little spicy ghost donut. That sounds like a pretty spicy good stuff. ghost donut. Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a new spicy ghost pepper donut. That's what it is. Yeah. All right, and it's supposed to be really good. I don't know, man. I like a, that sounds like kind of fun. Got to try that, Jacob. You've have you heard of that spicy? Go- how about Kellen? Kellen's back there. You, you've not tried the spicy ghost pepper donut. All right, man. I think we might have to make a Dunkin' run or something yeah. here. You know, get 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 gluten free donuts for me. <laughs> and by the way, Missy Matthews, she brought those gluten Brown- free brownies. Brownies, yeah. My kids loved them. Yeah, and uh, they were they were down three as soon as they got home. <laughs> yeah. So uh,
2: you know uh, Tyson Alu Alu, I you know Tyson has been having a great year. Because he's uh, shooting his hands, right? And he's quick start, and uh, he's controlling the center, uh, and he's controlling the double teams, and he's uh, getting in the gap
0: uh, when you know he uh, penetrates. You know the thing about him—he looks stronger right. than any other time I've really watched him play. And I don't know whether it's there, maybe they're allowing him to two gap more, and we're watching it. But on the backside. You know, you watch him. He stays square when he's got to stay square. And then on the backside, he'll knife his body, that big old upper body of his. He's got a big upper body. Yeah. And he'll knife that. And he gets in there uh, in between the center and the guard on the backside seal and does a great job of splitting that up. Right. Getting after them. I mean, he—he is the guy is really playing well. He's playing well.
2: Yes. No no doubt about it. Yeah. I thought he almost tipped the the ball. He set the tone of the Giants.
0: He, um, he jammed on one play, and he went up and uh, almost got the eviscerated with a cut block. But right. he went up, and I thought he got the pass for a moment, but he didn't get it. But, you know, his effort and his excellency in his – I think it's his 11th year. Right. I mean, most guys down, that spend that much time in the trenches, they're not as quick, fast – or as physically strong. I mean, you see guys breaking down more. They get double-digit years as a defensive line. But like he that. is. He is. He is. He just looks terrific. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Maybe that, uh, that Polynesian heritage. Right. You know, I mean, he's... Yeah, strong and all that stuff, and uh, working good for
2: him. Yeah, I, I, he uh, penetrates and he uses his hands well, and he keeps working to get to the running back or the quarterback. He's got a
0: quick swim yeah. too. Yeah, you know, every once in a while he'll throw that in there and he'll dust a guy. Just the fact that uh, you know the guy is not, he's not able to stay up with him because, we'll like, we'll like give him a push pull. You watch him he'll go, vip, vip, and then boom. Right. So you got to go, vip, vip, and boom. But right. if you go boom vip and then that nah, it's not quite it you got to go vip, vip and boom right that's the way it's done that's the way it's done <laughs> with sound effects yeah <laughs> so you know this defense is really um, playing at a terrific level um, I'm excited yeah. about it I know a lot of people are getting excited about the fact that this defense looks like it is real it's uh, high velocity high intensity uh, they're they, what a great job they did on third downs. Carl Dunbar,
2: right the defensive line coach, is a great coach, and he's gotten them play. Uh, he's get, getting them play uh, very, very
0: strong. No yeah. question. Yeah. Well, think about it. Was it who was it? Was it Philly that uh, converted ten in a row yeah. third downs? Right. And here you got the Titans' offense that's averaging thirty-three points a game. That's, uh, you know, running the ball ridiculously so. They were 5 of 13 on third downs. Yeah. What a great job. You know, I mean, that, to me, says an awful lot about how you go about especially you don't have Mike Hilton, who's not part of your, you know, wasn't able to participate in your third down package there. He looked a little comfortable on the sidelines there. I wish he was playing there. I was sitting there thinking, if you're Mike Hilton and you got a bum shoulder, you're thinking, this is a good time not to play. When you got a train like yeah. Derrick Henry sitting there,
2: yeah, yeah, and you know what, it's a good time. Uh, I I think his shoulder uh,
0: was—I'm uh, sure it was banged right, up. Banged Mike's up. a tough guy. Yeah, ain't no doubt about it. Um, but to me, the way they overcame that—you uh, know—ten consecutive third down conversions in a row type problem in Philly with what they did, uh, you know, Sunday in Nashville, I thought. That's a great testament to not just the players, but the coaches. Yeah. Getting them to um, trust in what they're doing, rebuilding them, you know, during the week. Hey, listen, we got to retool this or we got to make sure that we're doing that. Uh, and then going out and performing. I thought Cam Sutton was particularly impressive on a couple third down hits. Right. Stopped the receiver short of the first downs, got his hand on a ball on another route. Um, Cam Sutton really looked to me like to be um, a guy on the move. Yeah, and Cam Hayward, uh, well, he, Cam Hayward on defense is like Ben Roethlisberger on right. offense. I yeah, mean, you're going to get usually that same unbelievable, you know, abilities performed that leadership that that brings yeah. from you know the guys being that special in their own uh, job description. You know, I mean, what Cam brings is. <laughs> And I love it because when I do this show with Terrell Edmonds, yeah. Terrell is always telling me that you know if things go bad, the first person you look at is Cam because you know Cam's going to be upset. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, it reminds me of Joe Green. You uh, know, what I mean that's that's the way the, the defenders used to be back with Joe Green, right. you know, in the day. And of course, for us, you know, you'd look at Terry. And t- I mean, I, I was having a flashback to when I gave up a, a sack, uh, to, you know, Randy White. Yeah, he spiked Terry, you know, down in Dallas. Yeah. I don't think you were at that. That was the yeah, preseason. That, I,
2: I was uh, You were on I was sabbatical. sabbatical. I was cut. <laughs> Before
0: they brought you back. Yeah. And we can only laugh because you went on to become one of the 33 all-time, my brother. Uh, but uh, at that point, we'll laugh about it because yeah. it's just one of those – Cut. What are you going to do? Yeah. yeah. It, it, it happens. Yeah, yeah. You know, but the beautiful story is how you overcame and came back. So certainly I will tell you this uh, – <laughs> You know, I, that long ago, because I was writing something for uh, Labs, and um, I was kind of in your mind, you know how those, those plays come back? Yeah. And I just remember, like, going, oh, boy. <laughs> you know, and the stunning, surreal quality of Texas Stadium with 70,000 people screaming. Right. And on the third play of your first start, you give up a monster sack to the master, right? That, that was really—it was not a good moment to be yeah. me. <laughs> so, anyhow, I'm excited about what we got going today. We're going to talk more about the defense. We're going to talk more about the offense. We're even going to talk about the special teams because uh, those guys are doing a great job. And um, and we'll talk about anybody that has had a Dunkin' Donut spicy ghost pepper donut. Let me know if that's like a quality donut that to, to have to go out and get because it sounds like I've been reading about it. You know, I mean, because you know, donuts are they're they're a passion of mine. Yeah, I love donuts. I know. You know, donuts are but just... it's,
2: it's a spicy donut. I don't like a spicy. Well, donut. Well, that,
0: that's the thing about it. Right here, I'm reading in this thing and they're talking about. You know, comments range from uh, you know it's this is this isn't even spicy. You know, and then somebody says it's free if you eat the whole thing. So how's that? How's that work? Is it spicy or not? I don't yeah. know. Maybe for a Buffalo guy it's not. Maybe for somebody else it might be. So we'll find out even more. But we got more here in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. We'll be right back after this. The number is 412
2: 919
0: There, you got it better than me. We'll yeah. be back after this. a fake. Big rush. He's hit. He's sacked. Back at the 35-yard line. Number 98 was in his grill.
1: You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, Vinnie Williams sacked
2: Ryan Tannehill, and he said it was more than a feeling.
0: (laughs) Very good. That was very good. I had more than a feeling that on this play, I, you know, and that play was great because I remember watching it. And Derrick Henry, it would, they had the play action. Yeah. And he stepped up to the B gap to take on Vince. And he was, as I said last night, less than enthusiastic in yeah. his desire to go grill to grill with Vinny. Yeah. You know, it's one thing with the ball in your hands and you're going after, uh, you know, a defensive player coming at you and you. you, you to sit there and take on a pass rusher, Vinny just went right by. See, you know, Vinny Williams, twelve tackles for losses. Yeah, NFL leading man, and,
2: and he is um, he is playing well. Uh, and you know, last year we we were talking about him, and we were. Uh, promoting him and we wanted him
0: he has grown more and more and like you talked about last year mark Barron was not the answer right you know mark Barron was a runaround guy vinny's a downhill coming through you guy um vinny is you you don't have to look for him he's right you're gonna find him right away and the fact is he's also one of these excellent communicators yeah some guys don't have that ability they don't communicate well their 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 mind is not uh you know it's racing in different ways yeah. and they don't communicate all that much yeah John Kolb was not a communicator he was a grunter you know he and Sam Davis played together so long they they communicated by looking at each other right. and grunting right all right Webby was more of a communicator unless things got tight right you and I talked like crazy yeah yeah and then then Terry Long was overboard Talking too much, yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> but we love Terry, and the fact is, everybody is you know at different levels. And Vinny is one of those guys. Not only does he communicate well, but he makes sure everybody's aligned well. You know, when
2: uh, uh, Terry and I got in an argument, uh, uh, I remember you guys arguing. We got, yeah. He, he said uh, uh, it's a G call. No, no, no. It's not a G call. It's not a G call. Uh, it's a straight call. And he said, G, G call. I said, No, it's a straight call. The, the, the. And he said, Who made you boss? Yeah. <laughs> Who made you boss? And, and then. I forgot about that. And then when we came off the field, Chuck goes, Are you guys okay?
0: Yeah. And you go, No problem. And Terry was trying to, when he found out that he was wrong. Yeah. He was, he was like, Okay, you make the call. But that was so funny. Who made you boss?
2: Yeah. <laughs> You're not the boss of me. <laughs>
0: oh, Terry, Terry was so funny. Oh, my heavens. I just, I don't, I feel like my, I'm going to cramp in my ass. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, my heavens. So that was. Uh, Terry was so funny. He was uh, he was so uh, good. How much we loved the man. Yeah, he was just we, a great I loved, guy. I uh, loved Terry. He was an excellent player. And uh, I Jeepers, it. man. I Absolutely.
2: Loved. And he, he, you know, he did Ben over Rose's
0: with 405. <laughs> oh, no, he did him with 500. 500. I did him with over four hundred. Yeah. I did him with like four or something or other, and I remember watching him, and he went. I go, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, and I was like, go. Oh, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna blow up my back doing that. Yeah. So, you know, with Terry. um Uh, That was funny, you know, the argument. But going back to my original, (laughs) I forgotten what I was originally talking about, was the fact that guys communicate at different levels. Right. And it's important that you communicate and that you understand aligning. When you're the green dot guy or or next to the green dot guy, all right, then you've got to make sure and help transfer the calls from the front end to the back end and from the back end to the front end and make sure everybody's in that, uh, you know, right before the snap of the ball, everybody's solid in their – Everybody knows it. Set up. And everybody knows it. No doubt about it.
2: Yeah. And, uh, uh yeah. Hey, he's... by
0: the way, I found out what I kept thinking. You know, remember last night, Deont- Deontay Johnson, the Pro Bowl p- punt returner? Yeah. He was second team All Pro. That's what he was. Oh. Yeah. So I was sitting there, Pro Bowl. going, like, golly, but I remember him being something. And then I just, I, I uh, looked it up and read it. It was second team All Pro. Yeah. But it was funny because it was like, wow, I'm really way off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's going no no he wasn't a pro ball. I'm like oh okay well you know it's just it's one of those bugaboos you get in your head and then you yeah. find out oh okay yeah I was I was I was off not maybe not as way off as I have been in the past right but I, but I was but still yeah, off yeah
2: you, you were you were you did something special yeah you did something special exactly and, and, so. and you uh you were uh, uh one of the, the guys that uh, identified when he.
0: Did play special, oh, yeah. You know, I mean, the fact is, anybody could identify that 12 and a half yards uh, uh, return average. Yeah. It's pretty good stuff. So, anyhow, that's um, Ray Ray McLeod. Ray Ray McLeod. How about twenty a twenty-seven? You think there's a gaudy average? Yeah, twenty-seven yards uh, an average. I mean, he went fifty-seven. He went eleven and fifteen yeah. yards too. I mean, that's really that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, it's it's one thing to do it, you know, now and then, but uh, he just—he seems to skedaddle pretty good on a yeah. on a decent level. All right, we got calls.
2: Yeah, we got calls. Uh, let's go to the phones. Ed from Cleveland. Ed, welcome to the locker room, bro.
3: Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, sorry about yesterday. I don't know what happened. You know, I I, I write out all the stuff down. I want to read to you guys, and here I am. I'm reading it all. Next thing you know, I get a text from my buddy, who uh, was the COVID guy. He goes. Something happened with your phone, and I'm still here reading. And I must have been reading to the air.
0: I don't know what was going on there. But. How about that? Have you ever – you had that on the air, but, you know, you're just talking to a buddy, and all of a sudden the phone drops. You don't know it, and you're going on for like five minutes haranguing whatever it is that you're getting off your chest, and then you find out that nobody's been listening. Nobody's been listening. <laughs>
3: minutes at least and nobody i'm just like oh okay um all right i got a text that's how i know he texted me that's how i know i was talking to nobody uh anyway just real quick just uh, all i really want to say yesterday was about the 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 influence of matt canada on the offense i mean you could see it it's i mean it's it's glaring and and what a pickup he was i mean i I don't know where he came from but he he's a maryland influence to feet there maryland oh he's from maryland yeah anyway anyway so uh the other thing I wanted to say is I was looking at I I I know we're not supposed to do this, but guys, we're gonna lose one day this one game this year. We're not going 16 and 0 as much as a dreamland as I would wish that would be. Bite your tongue, well, Ed. We don't
0: have to talk about it. That's bad mojination, yeah, brother. I mean,
3: Schedule, and I was thinking we were probably going to be a, a 13 and three, uh, a 14 and two type team looking at the schedule. Now we got the Browns again, the Bengals twice, the Jaguars. Uh, you know the Washington football team. I mean, we our our, our schedule is easy. Then we got. Two, three tough games: Buffalo, Baltimore, and uh, Baltimore. That's it. Outside of that, and I'm I'm saying maybe we'll lose. Maybe we'll lose two of those. I don't know. Maybe we won't. But I would rather lose one and then have that New England jinx where they went 19 or 18 and one. I don't want that kind of crap over our heads. I just I, I'd rather lose in the regular season, just even if we only go 15 and one. Didn't you guys go 15 to 1 in 84 against uh, and beat or no, no you guys beat the you guys beat the 15 to 1 team,
2: right? Yeah, we beat San Francisco. Yeah, they 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 they, they yeah. were going yes. they were uh going undefeated and then we beat them in San Francisco. And then they won the Super Bowl And then they won the Super Bowl and, the year, they, right? Super Bowl and we wow. were uh we were uh focusing on uh beating Miami to get to the Super Bowl with San Francisco. So we thought we can beat them. And, uh, but, but, well, we had him.
0: We but had Maria. him at, at
2: the half. The half. Yeah, I, I, we I had him at kid. the half. I was like 13,
3: I was 13 or 14 year old at that time, and I remember that back. You touch, believe it or not, you were, you used to be my favorite player when you played. I love watching your game. I mean, i would be honest with you, as far as Craig goes. I thought Craig and Ronnie were the same guys cuz I used to love Ronnie too. I didn't, I didn't when I found out they were two different guys down the road when I got older I was like oh you man, know that's
0: and- that's only the second worst slapdown i've had uh, <laughs> as, a, as a pro player as compared to the time what no listen one time i was in the locker room at three rivers in the off season and we were training and um they had some uh people they're taking through on a tour and everything like that and one of them goes oh you're craig colquitt and i go i look like a punter are you kidding me i look like a punter i went down the hallway and started doing curls you started crying <laughs> Well, if you gotta love your brother. He was a great oh, player. Oh, he was a great guy. player, I man. Style. I loved everything about him, you know. Four time Pro Bowler, know. man. He was great. Yeah. And no, uh, I, I love that guy. I loved, I thought he was great. Don't get me wrong. I loved you too, Craig. But just Wolf or uh, Tunch was my guy. I just bless your him. heart. I loved he... his style. I loved everything about it. I loved his number, everything about him. I just it was something about him when I was younger. I think I that's know. great. I that older. I
3: got out of that. But, you know, anyway, just. To, to go forward, I do believe we could do be like a fourteen to two, thirteen and two, thirteen to three type team. And if we lose this week, guys, I don't want this dirties bakers dozen, whatever we are. Don't come in here harping on we're, we're the end of the world because we are going to lose a game this year, guys. Yeah. Here's here's the deal. To go forward.
0: What's go that, Ed? Ahead. Oh, Ed, here's the deal. Ahead. Think about this in oh five. The most important lesson you learned from that was Bill Cowher talking about you play your best ball at the end of the year, right? Yeah, that's where you want to play at a high level. But those guys got it together down the stretch and put together a four-game or something like that series, and then went into the playoffs and they were smoking, right? And that's the way you do it.
2: Yeah, and you know when when we played uh, Miami, uh, second half. Marino caught fire. He did. Yeah, he did.
0: We he, got beat by Marino.
2: Yeah, we got beat. By, we we didn't get beat by the Dolphins. We got beat by Marino. We didn't get beat by the Broncos. We got beat by Elway. We didn't get beat by the Chargers. Well, we, we got beat Elway in 84, though. Yeah, yeah. We uh, But we got beat by. Just for uh, the sake Foulkes, of journalist and yeah,
0: integrity. But yeah, we got beat by Fouts in 82. In
2: 89, we got beat by Elway. Uh, Elway. Uh,
3: Yeah, But listen, guys, we got Elway on our team now. Ben is that uh, tight Elway-type player. We got him now, and he's on our side now. So we don't have to worry about that anymore. So anyways, let's just let somebody else get in here and talk. Thanks for talking, guys. And, uh, you know, that rearview mirror, like you said, ain't as big as the front one. I love that. Right. You guys have a great
2: one. Love you guys. Thank you, brother. Have a great day. Thanks Uh, for calling. Love you, Ed. Thanks for the encouragement.
0: Uh, Boy, I remember when that guy thought I was – Craig Colquitt, the right. punter. Oh, you know, I love Craig. Craig's a great guy, yeah. Colquitt, you know, but he was a punter. He was under 200 pounds. I'm an offensive lineman. And I looking at him going, you think I look like a punter? Craig oh, Cole. heavens.
2: No, I, I didn't think he looked, he was uh, asking
0: you if you were Craig Colquitt. No, he did.
2: Uh, but he thought uh, that
0: Craig Cole would, Chaluch, quit. I was talking to him. Yeah, <laughs> he thought, he said, "Are you Craig Colquitt?" Yeah. So there's no mistaking what he was thinking. I was yeah. like, "Oh, God, Zooks, man." So, yeah, yeah. All right. Or, yeah. Well, we, we, uh,
2: uh, all right. We're we're gonna uh, go to break, and we'll take your calls uh, when we come back. All right. I'm he, not a punter. He's Craig Colquitt. <laughs> I'm John Chilkin. Right. Oh, just because you're, you're in everybody's locker. favorite. You're in the locker room.
4: the necessary plays but it was also extremely tight coverage man that was five-star ball man that's a good group um guys like juju man and others man stepped up and made those plays but man you gotta tip your cap to tennessee man they they made those plays come back catches man with tight coverage
1: you're in the locker room with tunch and wolf Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf.
2: You know, it was back and forth. Uh, it was back and forth. You know, the, the Steelers dominated the first half. But the second half,
0: uh, it was back and forth. Well, the Titans did a better job of uh, keeping the Steelers uh, off the field on third down. Right. Than in the first half. In the first half, the Steelers were 8 of 9. Yeah. Second half, the uh, Tennessee held them to five of nine. You don't right. run as many plays. Yeah, they ran five of same. nine, but five of nine is good too. It's still good, but it's not as good as. And when you start turning it over, so that the you know you you got all those the three interceptions. I mean, when you play an undefeated team and you turn it over three times and give up a seventy-three yarder, yeah. you should lose, right? Tano. No doubt. You know, but the whole thing about it is they didn't lose. Yeah, you know, and that to me that was that great. was a, that's about the resiliency of this club to keep fighting, keep hanging in there. Things yeah. are misfiring, they ain't happening, and then at the end, being blessed with a little mojination. Yeah. that pushed that ball wide right, baby.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, um, one of my buddies, uh, Steve Store. He's a rabbi uh, in Chicago, but he's from Squirrel Hill. Okay, and he said, uh, "Is he in Chicago or Squirrel Hill?" He's in Chicago, but he grew up in Squirrel Hill. All right, and he uh, he texted me. He said, "What did you do that pushed it?" wide -wide?" (laughs) right?
0: Oh, Lord, this is uh, this is t Ilkin down here like Archie Bunker. You know, we need a big one right yeah. now. <laughs> we need a gust of wind, something uh, pushing it wide uh, to yeah, the right. Yeah. All right, so let's go to
2: C.R. in Chicago. C.R., welcome to the locker room, bro. Hey, good morning. Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me, guys.
5: Good morning. C.R. Wow. in Chicago. Yeah, I got a little, little bug in my throat this morning. Yeah, a little frog there, huh? Yeah, a little frog. is a big frog, man. Now, listen. Hey, now,
0: listen. Are... Here's the thing that's scary. Yeah, so, I talked about this with Terrell Edmonds. I said, you know, doing the Terrell show, I said, what happens like you come in and, you know, you start clearing your throat. Sometimes you got a little, and he goes, everyone starts pointing at you going, unclean, unclean. Check them out. <laughs> <laughs> the COVID unclean. protocols. Yeah, when you say unclean, that, that reminds me of some of the Bible verses when
5: they say a person is unclean. <laughs> yes, exactly. So. Hey, uh, good morning! This out the locker rooms. Uh, Baker's Dirty Dozen Plus. Uh, right now, you know we are in twenty-six different locations with uh, uh, fifty-five different uh, people that's calling in on, on a regular basis. And so, uh, what's the uh, farthest away
0: you've tracked thus far?
5: Uh, 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 the guy in Guam.
0: In Guam, Guam yeah, that's right. Adam in Guam. Because somebody from Adam Hawaii checked in too. Yeah. What's further away, Guam or Hawaii? Guam. Are you sure? Uh, yeah. I think Guam. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I, you I, know, uh, I was thinking California. Yeah, had,
5: <laughs> California, oh God. I, I hadn't, uh, I hadn't gotten that, that. Um, I guess I wouldn't. I didn't have much t- t- statistics together at that time. But uh, hey, guys, before we get into anything, I just hope that everybody remembers to um, download the iHeartRadio app on their phone so that we can get to um, the nation radio and then inside the locker room. Uh, and make that call, then, man. Four one two nine one nine one three one six. Because this is the this is the best thing on on uh, on uh, airtime anywhere in the world, man. To the next radio, especially when you got people calling in from Guam, man. How about that? Uh, yeah.
0: And yeah. you know the yeah. thing, also I forgot to tell Adam. Be careful because you know if you're out there where you got coconuts, you know every year on uh, you average. Or oh, did you I, told I tell him? Yeah, Good. Because on average, three yeah. people a year die from a coconut on their coconut you You got to watch out. Safety first is job one.
5: (laughs) Hey, I I do want to holler out to Jason from New Hampshire. Uh, He was talking about me calling you guys old Uh, fogies. It's my term of endurement for you guys. Uh, That's the label I give you, and I give you that label out of love, respect. Uh, it and it's taken that uh, way,
2: yeah. It's taken. Me, it's yeah. like when
0: we speak of yeah. Dan Cride or somebody else, we call him fellow bucketheads. Yeah, yeah. You we know, we, or the flat nosed society.
2: We aren't offended yeah, yeah. by no. we aren't offended by no, the no, old no, fogey. Not,
5: not you guys, but some of the people out there in the in the in the, in the airways think that. But um, you know, you two back in the back in the day players, in comparison to to the young players of the day, and uh, you know, some, some of these uh, guys would have serious challenges. Dealing with like what you guys had to go through uh, two a days on the on the old fogies, yeah. <laughs> Coach, Coach Noel. Yeah. And, uh, as as far as being old fogies, I mean I've got twelve years on 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 tut, and I've got thirteen years on Wolf. And uh, w- when you when I went into the military, both of you guys were five years old. So how yeah. about that? I will call you old fogies, guys,
0: but, but but I love you for that. Not a problem.
5: Uh, uh, it's, and uh, it's with uh, with this game. Uh, you know, the coach said it very clearly. He says we, we learn as we play. And so, again, I think a lot of people are taking uh, for granted the fact that normally this would just be coming up on the third NFL game in a normal season. So there's a lot of kinks to be worked out. And where we're at right now and what we've been going through, uh, hey, man, we're the only undefeated team in the total NFL. So I think we're doing well. We're learning on the on the run, on the yeah the run, but we're also winning on the run, right? And we're coming together. And then we've lost uh, like our middle linebacker, and then uh, the guy that stepped up, man, he's doing well. I was looking at something the other day with uh Arthur Mote, and uh, he's got a couple of shows on 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 um, YouTube, and he broke down uh, the way uh, uh, the guys playing, man. And he's doing a phenomenal job. Uh, what are your comments?
0: Exactly so. And by the way, don't you love Arthur Motes? Right. He's great. He's oh, great. Man. I really enjoy him. But, you know, I, I love the fact of the energy he brings. He did that as a player all the time. Yeah. And you cannot yeah. discount the sort of contribution a player makes when he brings that sort of uh, energy each and every day. But again, He's an excellent player, and he's dispersing great information. Yeah,
2: that's right. He, yeah, and one one of the pre, uh, uh, the things about Robert Splean, he attacks. He
0: attacks. Well, it wasn't just he's his hits on uh, yeah. on Derrick Henry. He took out the lead back, blazing right. game like yeah. three times. Met yeah. him right at the line of scrimmage. It was no backup in the splain, Let right. me tell you. Yeah, well, what what
5: Arthur was doing? Arthur was breaking it down. He's talking about his. Um, his eye contact, keeping his shoulders squared uh, to the right. line, uh, keeping his you know keeping his eye on his uh, whoever his assignment is, and uh, he, you know he attacks, man. Like you said, he attacks. He doesn't uh, 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 you know hesitate, and uh, it's just a blessing in the skies that we have. But you know, uh, Coach Tomlin, um, you know they picked all these guys out, and you made a comment a little while ago about uh, one of the uh, I think in the back in the backs
3: who. Um,
5: well, William. Williams is a hitter, man. He's a you know, right. – Absolutely. Yeah. I, I, I used to say, still is powered by VW, and that's not Volkswagen either. Uh, uh, so I'm I'm excited about what's going on. I appreciate uh, what, what we're doing where we're at right now. And we're just going to get better as time uh, time goes on. Our next biggest challenge is going to be coming up this week. And, uh, you know, we've got some history with these guys, and they have had the opportunity to sit back and look at, at what we're doing. But it's not about what they do. It's about what we do
2: comment. Right. right. We've got a a gang tackle uh, the quarterback.
0: Well, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. He's going to be one of these guys. But he's having issues right now. Their passing game. They've only thrown 178 yards a game. Yeah. Um, They've got some issues and as we get along in the week and start breaking things down, we're going to be able to kind of unfurl it a little bit. They have some holes. Yeah. Now, they also got some great players. They just got and Yannick Ngakwe yeah, from yeah, I mean, Minnesota and uh, Cal- uh, Calais, Calais Campbell, Campbell yeah, the, says this place is perfect for him. Yeah. And they played together down in Jacksonville. Right, right. You know, so he knows what uh, Ngakwe can bring as far as a pass-rushing uh, fiend yeah. that guy can be. And Calais Campbell's a great guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember my brother Ronnie because he was down in uh, with Phoenix, yeah. and my brother Ronnie spoke so highly of him. Yeah, you know back especially at the Super Bowl uh, forty three. Yeah, and um, just to the character and quality of guy that uh, Calais was, and uh, you know his playing ability. The guy is still phenomenal. Yeah,
5: the, uh, you know it's it's okay. I think we're going to do well. I'm just I'm just happy where we're at right now. And uh, but this is, I mean this time last year, man, we were like uh, four losses and two wins. So, uh, big turnaround, big turnaround. But it is what it is. It so is what it, what it is, is, indeed. On the field, of the, on the field of play. So, hey guys, in the meantime, and in COVID nineteen between times, here we go,
0: Steelers. Here we go. Thank here you, CR. Go. Steelers Nation, Chicago, checking in. CR, God bless you, buddy. God bless, bro. Oh. All right. Well it's interesting to me that uh, you know he brought up Lamar Jackson and right. just the initial things that I'm uh, reading about was one of the things they talked about was they traded Hayden Hurst and their two tight end offense yeah. isn't quite the same, same. and uh, the and the has gone Yeah <laughs> Marshall Yonda. Yeah Boyle Yeah and, and uh, still there. They just don't seem to uh, quite have the same uh, you know ability to get the ball where they they got it to Hurst in the middle, he used to run deep patterns. Right, but um, we'll see. You know, get get the video on and start breaking it down. It's going to be a tough game. The Ravens game has always been traditionally right. a tough battle. Yeah, and I think they've got the smallest winning margin is between the Steelers and the Ravens. Right, and uh, I think it was like I don't even know, but it's single digits and. Small on average, uh, may, maybe a touchdown yeah. separating these two, and there's there's a lot of cases where it's it's even smaller the margin of victory. Yeah. So hold on, it's going to be a tough one, and uh, I'm excited about this game. Indeed. Lamar Jackson is very elusive. Oh, he is. Now you know you wonder who Devin Bush was worked as a uh, you know they, he was a spy, spy. on him. I wonder who they're gonna if they're gonna spy and if they are who it's gonna be.
2: Uh, Marcus Allen, you think? Yeah, that makes sense. That yeah, would be good because uh, he is uh, fast and he's big. He was
0: up last week, right? Yeah. All right. I don't. I'm trying to remember because I know he had a foot problem, and uh, UG3 was the guy that they used in the dime. Right. So I don't know. We shall see. Find out, but. Marcus Zellen would be good, right? Right. You know.
2: All right, we're gonna take a break, uh, and when we come back, we've got uh, Bob Labriola from Steelers Digest and Steelers Radio Network. All and, things uh, Steeler. All things Steelers. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room.
1: Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf.
2: We're back. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. And he is not Craig Colquitt. (laughs) I'm not a punter. Uh, so we got Bob Labriola from Steelers Digest and Everything Steelers, and he is uh, very insightful and a genius. Uh, uh, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, but you you you, you write you, know what? you
4: write good you know books. What? Thanks. You know what? What? I think I'd rather listen to the music that Jacob picks than listen to me talk. I'll tell you what.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does a good job.
2: Yeah, I, hey. the, I picked that song. Oh, oh. Okay,
4: well, good job. All right, I, look, I want to do something different this time. Okay. I want to ask you guys a question. All right. Okay? Um, I've noticed, especially against tennis, against Tennessee, Ben was getting a lot of passes tipped at the line of scrimmage. What are you and your uh, countrymen supposed to do with defensive linemen to keep their hands down?
2: You you punch them when they jump up, and you drill them, and uh, uh, you put your helmet right south yeah, of the border. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you you can't do that anymore, Labs. When okay, uh, well, what
4: can you do with twenty twenty rules?
2: Uh, cut them.
0: Well, you can still go. You just cut badly.
2: Yeah, That's yeah, yeah. all. <laughs>
0: You put your helmet down there, and they got to do something. You know, um, uh, uh,
2: Labs, when we used to run 40 protection, we would punch and cut. Uh, and uh, I, I, I was not a good cutter. So I'd punch, and the guy would jump up, and then I'd drill him right
0: so, the, to the ground. Uh, you know, that's one of the things. The other thing is your play action uh, would help. A little bit, but some of them, the RPOs, those are tough because the windows are so tight, so quick, so fast do they happen. Um, those can be a problem.
2: Or the RPOs, uh, you get uh, offensive linemen down the line, uh, down, yeah, that's true, uh, down and downfield. Uh, down
4: Okay, because I was just wondering. I did now. Did you guys notice that in the Tennessee game, or my?
0: Yeah. No, you're right. There was there, yeah the, some of the windows that uh, Ben was throwing out of, and some of it was you know some of the bull rushes got in his face a little bit fast. He didn't get sacked. Um, he did get uh, you know knocked to the ground a couple of times. Right. But uh, some of those guys came close, and that uh, created problems. Uh, him delivering the ball. Labs, you know,
2: one of the things that uh, I saw is uh, uh, the uh, the defensive line w- didn't get – they didn't have many sacks. They had seven sacks. Uh, uh, um, but uh, they were playing uh, draw and screen. Yeah. There you go. So.
4: Because I was just thinking that, you know, since Ben has gone to a lot more quicker rhythm passing, um, you know, that what you tell if, if you're on the other side of the ball? If you're the defensive coordinator, you're telling your guys you're not going to get there, so get your hands up.
0: Right, that's happening. Um, so you're right.
4: The, and then I'll go, going back to you know the offensive side. Um, there has to be something. I mean, is that part of the play call?
2: Yeah, and, and Jadavion Clowney uh, knocks down a lot of passes. You know, he he uh, he's not a sacker. But he uh, bull rushes to
0: get. Uh, he should have been yeah, a sacker. Yeah. The guy's yeah. got speed and everything. I don't know. You know, it's interesting because one of the things that I I, I, I was watching was they used Clowney the way Steelers used Bud Dupree, right? Kind of like a Joker's Wild, you know, attack and across the board. You trying to find the pigeon. Now Bud wasn't trying to find the pigeon. pigeon. They were using him as rundowns, right? But Clowney, they'll let him move around, try to find a mismatch. But on the second play, when Ben threw a pass and and Clowney lined up. Over over Marquise, I'm thinking maybe the reason you haven't sacked well is because uh, you keep picking out bad mismatches. Marquise is not exactly the first guy I'd go after if I was clowning. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Does that Get satisfy what you, you're so, saying? No, no, but does that satisfy what you were asking?
4: Yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, because it, it just seems to me that something, if, if the Steelers are going to continue doing that quick passing, and I like it because it keeps Ben clean. Right, um, yeah. And he's so accurate, uh, and, you, and, you know, you, you, you deploy enough receivers, you really can't cover everybody that quick. And so it seems to me a, an effective uh, strategy for the Steelers' offense. Now, the fly in the ointment seems to me, watching it for a few games now, is too many tipped balls, and those tipped balls at the line of scrimmage you know you're just asking for disaster uh, as they're floating around there right so um i just you know I, I was wondering what you can do to get the defensive the pass rushers whether they're linemen or linebackers or whatever get their hands down
0: well part of that would be if you jump set these guys right. they don't do that anymore yeah they don't they, jump they set they do these vertical sets which is like this uh, retreating wall um which you know back in my day the one time i remember my- Rookie, second year, I think it was. I lined up for one on ones up at St. Vincent, and um, they made me go out to tackle. I was actually my rookie year and uh, I lined up against I don't know uh, uh, Hollywood or or somebody Dwight White I can't remember but uh, I got taken for a ride right back you know towards who was playing quarterback for us on one-on-ones and uh, Mike Webster said "Uh, young man the whole idea is to give ground grudgingly it's not a full-scale retreat (laughs) (laughs) so uh, I learned the art of the jump set where you take a guy on you make it a phone booth that he's got engaged with you at that point in time and if you can punch and lock him hard and create that sort of fight right then and there, they're not worried about putting their hands in the air because you're punching them in the chest or yeah. other places.
2: And labs, uh, you know, one thing that I did is I always short set Yeah. Uh, because I, I didn't want to give ground and have the defensive lineman uh, put me in the
0: lap of the quarterback. And I still think play action will help it, but that's, yeah. that's the best thing you could do. So, Labs, one of the things that I just thought was uh, outstanding, because I love to, as you know, I'm an avid reader of Asked and Answered, but I, I, I realized that that breaking down of the first half of the second half, how important it was to recognize the fact was those, they didn't change any strategy. The, yeah. the, the Titans just got better at stopping the run in the second half. Right.
4: Right. And, you know, it was the run, was, as you mentioned, it, it wasn't as effective. I mean, the per carry average was almost half, and
0: you know, absolutely. That, that
4: you also you can also you also can only convert eighty nine percent on third down for a while in the <laughs> NFL, especially against right Wolf. I mean, that look. I thought that looked like your QPA. 89%. <laughs> um,
0: no, it was the second half. I think it was closer to my GPA.
4: <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, so you know, you're not converting third downs as much, so you're not running as many plays. And, you know, it's just a, a natural, um, you know, you, if you're not running the ball as well, you've got to try and convert to third downs, and so you throw it. And if you're not running as many plays, then you don't have as many opportunities. And so, to me, the statistical difference between running 35 percent, roughly, 35 percent was on the ground in the first half to 31 percent in the second half, to me is statistically negligible.
6: Okay. Um, when
4: when you consider those other factors, um, but uh, you know, minus three turnover ratio doesn't help that out any either.
0: That's where I was going to go. With a lot of people are really upset over the the three picks, uh, and let's not forget the seventy three yarder. That was a bust. A complete bust yeah. in the secondary coverage. Right, you play a, a undefeated team, another undefeated team, and if you give up three, inter, uh, three minuses, you're your minus three, and then a, a bust like that, you should have lost the game. No questions asked.
4: Right. Oh, absolutely. And the only the, I, I will quibble a little bit with um, the end of the first half. Uh, I, you know, I thought that, um, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to go for a shorter. Uh, something and give, give Boswell a shot. That's
0: what That's I, right. I, I kind of th- thought, you know?
4: Steal three points at the end there um, and because uh, you're, you're really, in my mind, once it's got to be you know, 17-7, then 24-7 I'm thinking what you don't want to do for sure is give the Titans anything to be happy about. Right. And I thought the interception... And then the busted play for the long touchdown. Then, you know, to, to quote the great Ton it's Katie Barr the door. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you know, and then, then I knew, then I started to live in my fears yeah. after that.
0: Well, it did get that way in the second half, you yeah. know. And I, I normally, look, I, I'm always, i always, I believe in Ben. I've always believed in, like, um, Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. Those moments when. You know, they're not looking great, but they can always pull themselves together and right. to get the job done. Um, and, I, and, I, you know, that's just what it is to have a franchise quarterback. But at the same time, you also have to understand sometimes they can fall down, too. Right, right. They, and, they
2: throw in the coverage. Yeah,
0: and, and you have those mistakes. And the rest of the team, you got to be able to be there and overcome that. And and the Steelers did, even if it took uh, a little mojination at the kick, yeah, and and you know a uh, little little Goskowski uh, choking there, um, but certainly that that that's an incredible finish. Throw the check yeah. down.
4: You know, and one of the things that uh, on that last field goal attempt,
6: mm-hmm. you know, I watched
4: it a couple of times now. Um, you know, I got to give props to my man Danny Smith because I think he's having a heck of a year. Yeah, and that they did a little thing. And really, I don't know enough about the uh, intricacies of football to know what to call it. But when you when the camera was behind the Steelers for the field goal attempt,
6: mm-hmm. it
4: was so they wanted to be on the left wing. Now he did something with two guys to get. I think it was Sutton. Uh, really, he got he was really close to that coming off the edge mm-hmm. because what he did was somehow influenced the, the far-wing guy to take a step inside. And so that allowed Sutton to really cut that angle tight. And, you know, almost, you know what that's good for. But, right. I mean, I, you know, Horseshoes and
0: hand grenades. Step,
4: right. A half a step. But, you know, again, it, 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 you're just trying to um, give somebody a chance. To make a play, right? You know, and I, I kind of like that. They, somebody did have a chance, but throughout the, the the games, not only the Tennessee game, but the games previous to that, I've really thought we've talked about this a little bit. The kickoff coverage has been really good. Ray Ray McLeod has has been a uh, a revelation. Yes, to me. I mean, this and you know, next time you see Ray Ray, tell him cut to the right and a to touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm screaming at the TV. The dog ran out of the out of the room. He thought it was nuts. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, cut to the right. All that was there was the punter.
0: No, uh, absolutely. For a moment, I thought the punter caught him, and I thought, "Oh, you're gonna not live this one down, yeah, Right? Because right, yeah. I thought it was the punter for a second.
4: But uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. And, and Wolf, what you said to me too is something that I even had to keep telling myself the titans are 5-0, are two.
0: Yeah. No doubt yeah, about it.
4: Fun. And 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 here's the thing that again, I was telling myself this. The Titans went and smoked uh the the Ravens on the road and the Patriots on the road last year in the playoffs. And so, they got a lot of what it takes um
6: Absolutely.
4: to, to win a lot of good uh, tough games against good teams and difficult venues. And so, you know, uh again, I was getting a little, uh, I got to admit, I was losing my mind a little bit there uh, towards the end. But, um, you know, it's not good for me to watch games at home. (laughs)
6: Because
4: when I'm I'm in the press box, I understand that there's a professional demeanor that I must have. And so. You lose all composure at home. Well, right. When I'm at home. As I said, I scared that poor dog a couple of times.
0: At labs, I got to ask you, as historian and you are, and you of all people know of the history of the Pittsburgh Steelers, but does that hit of Robert Spolane go down in one of the went, I'm not saying it's the greatest, but I'm saying when you talk about some of the greatest hits ever in Pittsburgh Steelers history, that's got to be just one that gets included in the conversation in my mind.
4: Yeah, uh, and I'll tell you here's here's the other two. Uh, that come to my mind right away, and neither one of them was in a game. Both were at camp.
0: Oh, Kendrell
4: Bell and Jerome Bettis. But yes, I like. Yes, and then the other one was Earl, Earl Holmes, and I can't remember. Maybe it was Kent. No, nah. it was okay. It was Kirkland, Kirkland, and Leroy Thompson. Okay, that was one. Yes, then. Uh, it was Kendrell Bell and Jerome, I thought. And maybe it was Earl Holmes and Jerome, too. No, I
0: think it was uh, Kendrell Bell. I think I remember being at the Friday Night Lights. Right.
4: No, yeah. no, right. I, 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 the Earl Holmes was at St. Vincent.
0: Okay. All right.
4: It was a goal line drill. Okay. Under cover, goal line drill. Yeah, Right. Those, but those, after the Robert Spillane, um, the ones that I remember, none of them were in a game.
0: Okay. But you're right. I remember now being up at the, you know, up at St. Uh, Vincent's or Friday Night Lights or what have you. But I, I just thought that was just such a terrific hit for a, for a pretty good young man. That's a nice little feather in his cap. But it's unfortunate that Minka got called for uh, holding and reset that because that would have gone down in my mind is is one, a significant moment in Steelers history if had they been able to. Uh, make the goal line stand there and not uh, giving up a touchdown. Vince and Robert Spillane are the Bash brothers. They're just great, man. I love it. So
4: And uh, and um, that would have made a, a Robert Spillane a Yinzer icon, too. <laughs> That's true. Seriously. Oh, no I mean, doubt about he- it. In, in bars all over the South Side, they would sing his praises.
0: And there'd be a Spillane Burger. Right. <laughs> right. Labs, <laughs> thank you so much. Appreciate you being in here with us, brother. Right. Thank all you, right, buddy. All right, Take care. All right. right, all right, right that's bye-bye. Bob Labriola, Steelers Digest, Steelers Everything, and yeah. the, and the reigning historian of, yeah. of the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, All right. We're going to take a break, and we'll be
2: back after this.
4: I know he played winning ball um you know i hadn't looked at it with a fine tooth comb but you know like we said even prior to this performance we we weren't concerned about the quality of his play i definitely was not i was concerned about fatigue as as you know snap setting. in
1: you're in the locker room with tunch and wolf presented by neighborhood ford store the ford f-150 is the official truck of the pittsburgh steelers now here's tunch and wolf
0: you know, I remember when I came back from my knee surgery. Right. I remember the year I blew out my ACL. Yeah. So I came back, um, and I remember I started to practice on Wednesday, and it was my first contact. Right. Off of sur- surgically, not repaired, just they cut out the ACL. They cut out the ACL. So I just strengthened the leg as best as I could, and it came back. And I remember I practiced Wednesday, Thursday. Now, I'd been on IR, remember? Right. yeah. On Friday, I remember sitting there with this huge ice pack on my knee, and we'd been practicing all week long on right. artificial turf, which is about the worst thing you could have on your right. knee. And Chuck came along, and he goes, how you feeling? I'm like, as usual, I'm like, oh, I'm good, coach. <laughs> I was always so you yeah. know, ready, to, ready to just uh, stand up for myself, right? Right. <laughs> I'm good, Coach. I'm good. He goes, good. He says, uh, "Well, we activated, and you're going to start Sunday against the Bengals, right. if I recall." Yeah, and uh, I remember he walked away, and my knee was so swollen. I took the bag, I lifted up, I looked at my knee, and I remember I, when the next time when I saw you, I remember going, "I'm not even sure I can make it through a game." Right, and here you've got you know Mike Tomlin talking about Robert Spillane, right? You know, and his lack of snaps—nine snaps. Nine snaps uh, 30 the before nine going into the previous game and then 30 uh going after he got into the uh the last game who who was it um or oh, the browns game yeah he had 30 stamps in the browns game so i understand what he's talking about you're like going I don't know. My, mine, and I wasn't worried about my conditioning. I was worried about my knee. Yeah, You know, it was so swollen and everything. But you know how it is with adrenaline. You get going and, and you just you get out there and get it done. But Robert Splaine again, just did such a magnificent job uh, last Sunday. So looking for more from that young man.
2: All right, let's go to the phones. Dano in Florida. Dano, welcome to the locker room.
7: Gentlemen, how are you this morning?
0: Good. Great, Dano.
7: I I woke up feeling dangerous
0: myself. (laughs) I was to a breakfast bowl that my bride prepared for me with some nice sausages and some whole wheat bread and everything. I I was very dangerous for that bowl.
7: You know, Wolf, I I need to ask you a question. What's that, brother? Are we not friends? Oh, yeah. Have you and I not bonded then you know that I'm dealing with this, um, doing this weight loss challenge with you.
0: I didn't know that. And, uh, I didn't yeah, know you no. were. I didn't know you were fully on board. I just assumed that you know maybe you were just kind of a couple lbs uh, over where you wanted to be, and you know you like me, well, you find it challenging at times to uh, drop some of those poundages. Well,
7: I'm trying to drop this poundage uh, as well with you, because like I said, I thought we were friends, but then you start bringing up about cheesecake and carrot cake, and now you come up with this one this morning with the spicy donut.
0: Yeah, the ghost pepper, the spicy ghost pepper donut. I would like to try it. It's a Dunkin' Donut deal.
7: I tell you this though, Wolf. Oh. If you want to, you can buy a box and send the bill to Ernesto over in Long Beach. Because <laughs> you know, I heard him yesterday. So,
0: well, Daniel, yeah, yeah. hang in there because tomorrow we got weigh in Wednesday. We'll see how that one goes. But now maybe okay. you well, under, I, you begin to understand my challenge.
7: <laughs> <laughs> well, I dropped three bills so far this week. So did you? So um, yeah. So far,
2: I'm down okay. uh, two seventy three. At a boy!
0: Oh, good job! Good job, buddy! Let's go out and celebrate. We'll have a burger, huh?
7: <laughs> oh, well, okay. Well, uh, can we do it after Wednesday? Yeah.
0: See, that's my uh, problem. That I always celebrate, and uh, you know, then you celebrate. You're dropping the weight, and before you know, it, you put it back on. So, all right, what do you got, Dano?
7: <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, got some game balls. Okay. If you don't mind. No. I mean, and and I also, for the first time, uh, I also have an Emmy. But and uh, and the first game ball, an Emmy. But okay. the first game ball, I'm going to give to the receiving core. Um, I thought they did a an awesome job with the runs after catches during the Tennessee game. I thought that Deontay did a did a great job that first half um, with two touchdown uh, passes and Juju just it, with with Ben just spreading it out. I just really. I thought that we really did did well with that, mm-hmm. and also on defense, uh, I'm going to go with uh, Doctor Vinny Boom Bang.
0: Oh, I and like Mr. that. Oh, uh, I like uh, that. Good. That's very good.
7: Yeah, yeah I, I just thought of that actually. I've been uh, <laughs> just while I was waiting. So very but, good. Uh, anyway, um, also I want to give out game balls, shoes with this October being Breast Cancer Awareness. I just want to give a game ball out to all of the uh, the ladies that are um, going through it right now mm. and also survived yeah. it.
6: True, so, and that
7: in- that includes my <sighs> sisters as well. But um, yeah, I thought that uh, that uh, they yeah, they deserve a game ball. They deserve our prayers and love.
0: Amen. That's Amen. for
2: sure. Amen. That's for sure.
7: And uh, my Emmy, I would like to give to Ben Roethlisberger for facial expression after
0: a mystical war. <laughs> Wasn't that fun? When he, The look you, on his face spot. was priceless. It was it absolutely was priceless. But uh,
7: anyway, uh, just wanted to let you guys um, go and let you uh, know that I love the interviews uh, with Brett Kiesel and also with Keith Willis. Yeah. Well, Who hang on, because
0: I think we're that? getting Merrill Hodge this week. Our boss awesome. Meryl Hodge, awesome. yes. So thank you for letting us know. That's something that uh, we hope everyone enjoys because we love bringing our old teammates in and uh, having a little discussion. It was fun, and Keith was just wonderful. Yeah, I,
7: I think I think that the uh, quote unquote legend series that you all are doing is just phenomenal. I think it was a great idea.
6: Thank but, you so much. Uh, and
7: um, I'm going to go ahead and go. Going to give a shout out to the DBD Plus gang, and also to your mother, Wolf. I hope that she has a uh, blessed day.
0: Hoopy, yes, she's listening. So
7: good, good, and tons. Uh, keep on keeping on, brother.
2: All right, buddy. Thanks so Thanks, much. Thanks, Dan. I appreciate it, Thanks, brother. Have Dano. a great day. God bless you. All right, we, do we get time for another call? All okay. right, let's go to Dave in Pittsburgh.
8: Thanks for taking my call.
0: Yeah, Dave. how you doing, Dave?
8: Okay, well, if I want to uh, touch on what you said yesterday about uh, the second half and the Steelers playing like dog doo doo. Okay, in the first half, they were running all over the place. James had runs of. 24,
0: 14,
8: 8, 7.
0: Now, before we go any further, Dave, you got to tell me, I didn't say they played like dog doo-doo in the second half.
8: No, no, I'm keeping it clean for your mother, okay?
0: Yes, absolutely. And I didn't say that either, so just so (laughs) Hoopy knows, get man, I'll get slapped by my mom.
8: (laughs) I apologize. (laughs) But they had a 17-point lead, and in the second half, Ben went back to his form of 2018, where he was throwing interceptions all over the place, and they almost lost that 17-point lead. Well, they're averaging they're averaging almost five yards a clip. They got 850 yards on only 180 carries in the first six games, and you said it yourself. In the second half, the defense was starting to lose their legs. In the first half, they were getting at it. I mean, they were coming after him, and that's how they love playing defense. Why not just run the ball more?
0: Well, let me ask you something, okay, because I got the stats right in front of me. The Steelers ran 39 offensive plays in the first half. 14 of those were runs, okay? In the second half, they ran 35 plays, and 11 were runs, so that's not a big statistical difference. What was different was they were eight of nine on third downs in the first half and only five of nine in the second half. And in the first half, they were averaging, you know, like f- almost five yards a run. And in the second half, only 2.4. So the problem was they were less effective in the second half. Running the ball, yeah. and they were less effective, especially on first down. If you don't get wins of four or more on first downs, that directly creates more problems for you on third down. Do you know what I mean?
8: Yes, sir. I so which mean I, I stand corrected.
0: No, it's sure. no. You know what? I didn't know it either until Bob Labriola put up all these stats. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it was Labs broke it down. He broke it down brilliantly. And, and the thing about it is, this is what you know. Our perceptions from the first half to the second half, we start yeah. to like go. We got to run the ball more. Well, I thought we had we did we didn't run the ball as much in the second half as the first, but. I mean, four or less is not a statistical, you know, prob- problem. I mean, it's not that right. big, but it's how right. effective you are, and that's the 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 nut of it. And that's uh, I think Bob got it great. Go to Aston answered, yeah. on the Steelers website and uh, see that. And it's a it's a nice breakdown. Okay. Yeah.
8: Okay. Do you think Ben is is trying too much? I mean, he's had a great first seven games, but. To be kind of you know, can I say this? All Dave receptions in the third and the sec, you know, the third and fourth quarter. Yeah.
0: I mean, my God. Well, here's the thing that I it always think happened. about. Yeah, you know, and uh, I've seen Bradshaw do the he's same the thing. Same thing. You stand on the sidelines, and as Tunch has often said, he'll put one up, and you could hear Chuck. It when we were young. Yeah, Chuck, Chuck would be going. No, 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 right. good throw, good, throw, good <laughs> throw, yeah. And then all of a sudden, Stallworth right, right. or Swan made this unbelievable catch. Yeah, and then uh, you're uh, like, he's. Chuck is like yes yes no, all right no 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 yeah. no good
2: throw good throw good throw yeah.
0: so that's part of it you know when you have a franchise caliber a Hall of Fame quarterback like Ben like Terry Bradshaw they'll throw into windows that you know that window he threw into uh, Deontay Johnson on the eleven yarder yeah you go I back and. You watch how small that window was. That thing was small, right. you know? Uh, but that that's really what a Hall of Famer does. And so. then
2: uh, when he threw the uh, uh, back in the end zone, there were three guys there, and he should have checked it down. No doubt. Right. But you
0: make those decisions that sometimes, and he's right. human, you know?
8: And Tunch, like you said, if he would have checked down, go back and, and look at it, and, and we'll use the vising if you have to,
0: okay? <laughs> Well, you got it, James brother.
8: Washington, James Washington was wide open. Yeah, the right side.
0: Yeah, you're right.
8: Eric Ebron was on the third yard line. He could have, he could have just walked right in. But again, that's that's nitpicking. I mean, we're six and oh. We're going to be seven and Uh You know what? I would love to see James back there with Benny. I would love to see the two of them split back like we did with Franco and Rocky. And I know when you guys were playing, you were blocking for. Sid the Thundering Bull Thornton, and right. Frankie the Bowling Ball Pollard.
0: Well, we were also you with Rocky and, and Franco too. We were with you know, Rocky and Franco too. Yes, you were. They played.
8: Yep. They played well into the eighties. Yep. Hey guys, before I hang up, do you work out of Pittsburgh or Green Tree?
0: We're at Green Tree.
8: It, uh, is that two hundred Fleet Street or yeah? Can I get Can I get the address off your producer? I think I got the address. Is it, you said it's two hundred Fleet Street, fourth floor.
0: I believe so. That's yeah, the DVE yeah. Ad- address, yeah.
8: Okay, so if I just put your name down, it'll get there. I don't need the, uh, the, yeah. the, the building or anything like no,
0: that. No, you just uh, WDVE, 200 Fleet Street. All right, brother, we got to run, okay?
8: Okay, one, one, one quick thing. Do you yeah. guys still listen to CDs with your music, or do you download everything? Oh, yeah. I
0: download, download everything. CDs. I don't have CDs. Uh, I listen
2: to CDs. I'm sorry? I listen to CDs.
0: Tunch does.
8: You do?
2: Yeah. Do
0: yeah. yeah, he does because he's old school. Okay. He's still on AOL for crying out well, loud. I want to I send him some. I want to send him some old school music. Then. Okay, right. sounds good. Thank you, Dave. Right. Appreciate you, brother. Make sure you call back again. All right. Yeah. Thanks, man. Right, God bless you. Well,
8: all right. Bye bye. All God right.
0: Bye bye. Now. All right. Let's go to break. We'll be back after this. It's Tunch Wolf in the locker room.
1: A 10-yarder, a
0: laser into traffic from Ben
1: to Deontay. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. You know...
2: Ronnie Dangerfield
0: was dancing to this
2: on the golf course
0: uh, in Caddyshack.
2: Wasn't that great? Yeah.
0: When the, the facial expressions he would make. Right. And the way he danced, it was so funny. I loved that movie. It yeah. It was just, that was a classic. Yeah. And I love that touchdown. Deontay comes back. and And, yeah. um, you know, first of all, you know, you got... Issues because Chukes had some problems. Right. He gets called on a holding. Yeah. Have you ever I'm trying to remember if I first started off a game on a long drive with two two penalties. Yeah. I don't you know, I, it does not come immediately to mind. Uh, um, and frankly the holding call, uh, Chukes you gotta get your money's worth. If you're gonna hold, man, hold. <laughs> you know, those little ones, they just Poor guy. He didn't barely even yeah. hold the guy, yeah. and he got called for it. Now, the, the face mask, he got him a couple of times. Yeah. But, you know, again, if you're going to face mask a guy, then or at least if if you're going to punch him in the grill, you got to do like you, Chalooch, when you yeah. punched Al Noga right yeah. in the grill. You almost broke his neck. Yeah. You know I mean? Such is life. That's how you do it. Yeah. And we, we, I didn't get called. No, you didn't get called. And that's Because back then, things weren't uh, called that much. Right, right, right. So, uh, do we have any other
2: calls? Yeah, Cody okay. in Kansas. Cody uh, in Kansas, welcome to the locker room, Cody.
9: Good morning, guys. How are
2: you? Good, good Cody. How you doing, brother? How are you doing, bro? Hey,
9: I'm, oh, I'm doing good, doing good. I um, called you last week, and touch. I wanted to tell you, sir, I just wanted to tell you that you got all the prayers and all the love coming from back here from me in Kansas, my friend, and,
2: and you are the man that's going to beat this deal. I have confidence in you. Thank you so much, Cody. That love you, cool. buddy. Thank you yeah. so much. You're Thank welcome. you welcome. Thank love, you. Thank you.
9: Love you guys, too. Hey, so just a, a, a couple quick thoughts. Don't you guys think that we kind of took the pedal off the metal on Sunday? Right. The second half, and don't you?
0: I don't look at it as taking the pedal off the metal. What I what I look at was you made a couple of mistakes. You got three, again, three picks, and you got a 73-yarder. You had a busted coverage. Um, in my mind, that's not taking the pedal off the metal. That's uh, poor sure, play. Sure. And that's where I think it it created a spark. And let's face it, remember, the Titans were undefeated, too. They're at their home turf. Um, there was a yep. lot of stuff up for this game, and uh, – they buckled, and they buckled at the wrong times, <laughs> including their kicker at the yeah. end.
9: Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm sure proud of our
0: guys. They're, yes. They're playing their hearts out, and i tell you what,
9: guys, just like Coach Carr said, we've got a Super Bowl team.
0: Right. I think so. And The, yeah. the key, Cody, is going to be how you're playing at the most important time of the year, and that's the last month yeah. before the playoffs. Yes. Somewhere in there. you got to see how it happens.
9: Um, right, right. Um So what do you guys think of this Anthony McFarlane kid? I'm hoping he gets some more touches as we go deeper into the season.
2: I love Anthony McFarlane. He's got great vision. He's got a great jump cut. He's physical, and uh, he uh, gets the hole quickly.
0: Sunday, he had a cutback. Harold Landry was the outside linebacker. He had leverage on McFarlane, and McFarlane took the handoff. And stuck his foot in the ground, so to speak, as Mike Tomlin says, and made a cutback. He got six yards, but I'm telling you, he left Landry just in the dust. Right. As far as uh, you know, <laughs> trying to create that outside leverage, he he lost it totally.
9: Nice, nice guys. Real quick, before I get off here, I don't want to hold you up, but I got to tell you a quick story. Um, my birthday was last week. I just turned okay. forty nine. Had a boy. Well, thank you, sir. When I was three years old in 1974, I turned the television on, and what did I see? But Terry Bradshaw, Lynn Swan, Mean Joe Green, kicking people's butts and taking, and taking numbers on Sundays. Uh-huh. I've been a fan for 46 years, seen all you guys, you know, watched Tunch, watched you all, watched both of you guys play together. Love my Steelers. I'm a diehard and Tunch, I remember the sports beat days. <laughs> I used to call you guys on Sports Beat oh. every all week and I missed that show.
2: <laughs> that was yeah. a great show. I missed that show yeah. too.
0: Well that's and, so and cool. I
9: yep, I love Stan. Love all you guys. You guys are my family. So if you're ever back in Kansas, look up. Well, I'm an auctioneer. I'm in the family business. I'm an auctioneer and real estate broker, but look come to if you guys ever come through Oswego, Kansas.
0: Sounds good. Well, hey well, Cody, well, give us give us an example of auctioneering. Let's hear it. Oh, we lost right. it. But if you get the chance, come on back at, at uh, later on this week. I'd love to hear the uh, auctioneering. Yeah, uh, let's go to Chris in New
2: Orleans. Chris, welcome to the locker room.
0: Hello, Chris. You there? Chris. Woo! You there? You hear me? Yes, we got you. Yeah. Come on ahead, buddy.
10: Woo-hoo, what's going on, Touching
0: <laughs> You're pretty excited. How much caffeine have you had this morning? woo I've got a hurricane coming down here, man. Oh, so, okay. I'm ready
10: for the hurricane. And, you know, not the drinks, but the, the hurricane out in the Gulf.
0: Yeah, well, I hope and pray that uh, all goes well for you, brother. the
10: third week, man.
0: Have you? Did are you in? Are you in well, New Orleans we'll or here, did you man. leave there? Did you evacuate?
10: I'm in New Orleans.
0: Okay, so uh, you're gonna I'm ride saying, it man, out.
10: I'm deliver ice cream, man. Oh, okay. Ride it out. Ride it out. Yes, okay, sir, yes sir. Uh, I want to give a shout out to my A3 brothers.
0: Oh, okay.
10: The and then in Canada. All right. So uh, yeah, game ball, man. Game ball for uh, Cam.
0: Okay, Such,
9: man
10: uh, stepped up nice for. Uh,
0: Absolutely. Cam Sutton played very well. Who else I'm, you got? I'm
10: uh, excited about that young guy. He's going to. And uh, I got Ray Ray. Yes. Ray Ray did an excellent job on yes, the turn. Just wish he to cut it to the right. But hey, <laughs> we got to win. We are 6 0, man. We're going for 7 0, baby.
0: Absolutely. All, all right. Anything else, brother?
10: Touch, man. We love you, buddy. Uh. We love you, buddy. Uh, uh, we're
0: praying for you all, the A3 brothers and all still the
10: Steelers Nation. Oh, thank uh, got you. Got great man
0: there with you, Wolf. Thank you, brother. Oh, I thank appreciate you, brother. It, thank, bro. thank, thank man, you for your we prayers. appreciate your prayers and love, man. Thank That's, you for your absolutely. love. Thank
2: you for your encouragement. Thank you for your friendship. Love yeah. you, buddy. Love you, love you, love you.
0: All right. So, you still there, buddy? No, he's no, not. Okay, we lost him. All right, well, here's here's prayers back to you. And you hope Hopefully you ride the storm out right. there. God bless and be safe. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, all
2: right, let's go to Jason in New Hampshire. <laughs>
11: <laughs> I love it, man. Every time, man, that gets me giggling. Uh, <laughs> hey, um, first of all, I, I forgot to say yesterday, uh, a couple weekends back, I was. Uh, I don't get much of a chance to listen on the radio and the more or to Steelers Nation radio over the weekend. I caught Jacob's show, and I don't know if anybody else knows, but if you got a chance to listen from ten to twelve, I'm going to do a shameless plug for
0: Jacob. He's got a decent show on there. I'm not sure who else is on there with him. That's they, Kellen.
11: They run great staff. I love listening.
0: You got That's Jacob Tom? and okay. Kellen. They're both in the control room right now, and they are very talented. And Tom. Uh, all three of those guys are very talented guys.
11: Great football talk, man! I got to tell you, it's great football talk.
0: Not only do Um, they have great skills because they can operate all the the buttons and everything, but they know football. So enjoy it.
11: Right on, right on. And um, yeah, I hope CR knows I wasn't the one giving him crap. By the way.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Well, he knows it now.
11: Um, so, So. Now, as far as this team goes, I can't get over the team. It's like I see AB's heading down to Tampa Bay. I see uh, Bell's heading over to Kansas City. One thought that I have is that those two players are going to make it so that Kansas City and Tampa Bay can't make the Super Bowl because I think selfishness can kill a team, even from one to two players of an aspect. And since preseason – well preseason uh since the off season, all of our players the wide receivers everybody have been talking the same game which sounds like talk until we watch them play and we watch the interviews after Ju- uh juju has a great game and chase and james and and deontay are like man that that was great that he had a great game they're so unselfish it- it's just i haven't seen this I can't remember with the Steelers' team. What do you
0: guys think? Jason, that's a distinct, distinct possibility. I look over at Baker Mayfield in the Bengals game this past weekend. Baker was 0-5 with an interception. On the interception, uh, Odell Beckham got hurt. He then went on from to 22 of 23 for almost 300 yards and five touchdowns. Now, what does that tell you? Are you forcing the ball to one guy too much and creating forcing problems? Ball. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised. Jason, I'm sorry we're losing you, buddy. Oh, we lost him. Yeah. Our maple syrup king, we lost him. Yeah. I hate that. But you know, have you ever had real maple syrup from like a Vermont and New Hampshire right, and all right, that? Right. Oh, it's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. You get that on the buttermilk pancakes or the or the buckwheat. Ho, 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 ho. Yeah. big slab of butter, and uh, you I, just have that. It just yeah. load.
2: We're, we're gonna uh, 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 quit and uh, to show is uh, what. <laughs> I
0: just hit my earphone because that that thing you have the squeeze ball. I I've rolled it over, over here. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So we're just having a little bit of a functional problem, sir, but we're going to be back after this. We have the Mike Tomlin press conference coming up in just a little bit. So we're going to go to break, and when we come back, we'll be on the other side of it, and we'll bring you to the Mike Tomlin press conference. For Tunch, I'm Wolf, and we'll be back after this.